0: Welcome to the Sisterhood of Secrets, where we explore the world of weird. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Sisterhood of Secrets. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Taylor. Thanks for uh, all the new followers we've been getting. And the uh, one or two we've lost. I guess you're not hearing this anymore. It's okay. You're lost. We'll miss you. We'll miss you. Mm. Uh, also, thanks, guys, for being understanding about us changing our recording day. We just—it's just easier for us. Yeah, and it just makes more sense schedule-wise for you know school starting back and Stephanie losing all her free time. It's true. I have no free time anymore. But it's fine. righty. So we have already done an episode on alien encounters and the government. Stop laughing at me, I said alien weird, I know. <laughs> um, so this is going to be part two of Alien S- Sightings and Big Brother, so if you haven't listened to the first one, we recommend you listen to that one before you jump into this one. So we're going to start out with a little discussion on... Oh, I'm going to talk a little bit about Area 51, I'm said to say 52, I don't know why. That's a different place, that's where they keep all of like the Nephilim and other creatures, cryptids. Stop saying cryptids speaking of that 70 i felt like such an idiot i was going through my closet the other day okay and i have a shirt from you know it's like uh it's got all these monsters on it like Mothman, bigfoot um it's got a werewolf and it says like the cryptid mash yeah and they're dancing and i'm i wear it all the time and i'm like did i buy this shirt and not read what it said that makes sense just because i was like oh my yeah i think that's literally why you were just thinking from the heart and nowhere else you were like i saw mothman i must buy it yeah well it's like my one of my favorite shirts word all the time but i was like my god i feel like such a poser because you didn't know what a cryptid was do you think people know what poser means maybe i don't know is that like a millennial term yeah i don't think people say that anymore Eh. no that's fine anyway I'm just aged myself a little bit. It's, it's fine. Everything's yeah. good. So I'm going to talk about a little bit about Area 51. And this research really let me down. Why? There's nothing going on over there. Well, we did try to storm it recently. No, and we didn't. Well, I didn't. I didn't, like, fly in. Well, let's in clarify and... that we didn't do the Naruto run <laughs> at freaking military base in the desert. No, I, I like my life. And I don't want to disappear. Yeah. Also, federal prison seems very scary. I'm not into it. No. So. But it just, I don't know. I just wanted this, like, big revelation that, you know, stuff's happening. It's not. So, in the the beginning of Area 51 is directly related to the development of the U-2 reconnaissance aircraft. Okay. So, after World War II, the Soviet Union uh, lowered the Iron Curtain. If you don't know what that is, I'm not getting in, into the Soviet Union, that's too much for me dog. No. Well, in 1991 the wall fell, right? And then the Soviet Union was no more, I think. Yeah. So So, um the iron curtain was lowered around itself and the rest of the eastern uh bloc creating like a, an intelligence blackout for the rest of the world. Okay. So you want to do more research on that you should it is it's just a really lengthy thing and that's not what we're here to talk about today guys no we're here for the aliens yeah so when the soviets backed north korea's invasion of south korea in 1950 it became increasingly clear that the kremlin would aggressively expand its influence and then we were like this started like the cold war yeah all right all right then pearl harbor happened we did some bad things yeah it's sad So in the early 1950s, the U.S. Navy and the U.S. Air Force sent low flying aircrafts on reconnaissance missions over the USSR, but they were at constant risk of being shot down. So in November of 1954, the president, the president, President Eisenhower um, approved the secret development of a high altitude reconnaissance aircraft called the U-2 program. The YouTube program is Area 51. Well, that's what they tell us Area 51 is, that it's this place that we work on. Well, I mean, it's highly classified flying aircraft. It is a highly classified flying aircraft. Right. I mean, you can't tell me that we have consistently been working on the same type of things. No, like if you I mean, I'm going to get to this. Okay. We don't use it in this for this in this capacity, in this, capacity this way anymore. I mean, I don't know what they're doing over there currently, but I can promise you it's definitely not this um, so one of the first orders uh, was to track down a remote covert location for training and testing of these like planes. So they found their location in southern Nevada. In the desert, near a salt flat known as uh, Groom Lake, which had once been a World War II aerial gunnery range. Makes sense. Yeah. Nobody's living out there. It's isolated. Also, you didn't have to look very hard. Yeah. You already kind of knew the area. Yeah. So, it's known by its map uh, designation or whatever as Area 51. Right. This is a middle-of-the-nowhere site, and it became this new top-secret military base. So, to convince workers to come, they um, had a leading engineer of the U2 project give it a better name. So, instead of it being Area 51, they named it Paradise Ranch. Weird.
1: Paradise Ranch?
0: Sounds like in the middle of nowhere. The bunny ranch. Right. Like, you're not going to be allowed to talk to anybody about anything you do. It's paradise. That's not... It sounds like a cult. Yeah, it seems very scary. I bet Marilyn... What's his name? Marilyn. Charles Manson. Was Charles out there. Manson. <laughs> to Marilyn Manson. It's a singer. I mean, Sorry. he's terrifying. Kind of yeah, he's too. terrifying. So. so, the U-2 testing began in the year July... In the month of July in 1955. And immediately reports came flooding in about unidentified flying objects sightings. So, UFOs are being spotted left and right by, like, people from the surrounding towns. So... It was just them testing yeah. the, their new U two. Is that what you said? U two. Yeah. So it's it. The program is U two. Okay. So they just call it U two testing. Okay. So I wonder if that's how the band got their name. I don't know. I'm um, not a big U two fan. Me either. What kind of sucked. Yeah. Suck. yeah let's I was really that. pissed off when I got an, that my iPhone and oh it, like my they gosh. give you the U two album that you can never get rid and of, and every time. I, like my you plug your phone the up, car, and it was like YouTube oh, was yeah. layering, And I am like, yeah, "It is six thirty in the morning. I don't even like your town. I do really like this." Um, <laughs> that's partially our fault for not turning the radio down from the night before. That is true. Yeah, um, that's completely true. I still do it at this day, and it makes Brady so mad. He'll get in, he'll be like, "Gosh, start it." It's not what he says, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I'm not, just accept it. Um, (laughs) You have no more eardrums. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, So, if you read the details in a uh, 1992 CIA report that was declassified with redactions in 98, um, it was actually released fully almost in 2013. Um, It's easy to see why, because they describe how, how the planes and stuff looked. So... Many of these sightings were observed by commercial airline pilots who had never seen an aircraft fly at such high altitudes as the U-2 aircrafts. Okay, so this is probably where the those initial sightings, like you said, people were like reporting what the heck is this, but they had no knowledge of planes being able to do that yet. Yeah, because it was I mean, secret, I it understand why stuff. we were keeping it like under wraps. Yeah, it's because, like during the Cold War and like But you feel like you should be like, you know, I don't know. Give the people some peace of mind, being like, "Oh, you're you're crazy." I think people now. I think we deserve some information. I don't think we topic. deserve anything. <laughs> mm, I, I deserve it. I want to know. You just want to deserve it. Yeah. So many of these, um, like uh, commercial airline people. I don't know if y'all know this, but planes in the 1950s were not fantastic. No. Um, they did not go very high i mean that was until like the 90s that's terrible can you even imagine no you'd be like uh, uh, that's th- like that. it makes me want to gag but like they weren't great they were like school buses with wings and i don't know so they, and they also didn't go very like the, the altitudes i don't think they went as high as they do now today Right, they they didn't have the capability we have today. So when they were seeing these like really amazing planes, they were taken back. Yeah, and they I don't I mean like, and they did not go fast. There was no fastness. Yeah, I mean they went fast enough to get from point A to point B, but nowhere near these new planes. No, so you're it's like putting a little like two person pilot like you know two person plane that you can drive at your local airport Mm -hmm. like a personal plane a Cessna. Against a commercial airline today. Yeah, that's like crazy. Yeah. So, um, uh, today's airliners can soar as high as 45,000 feet in the mid 1950s. They only flew at altitudes between 10 and 20. Oh, man. Isn't that wild? Yeah, I can't even understand that. <laughs> so, it's just like, how are we getting anywhere? Because I, I feel knowledge. like at 10 and 20,000 feet, there's a lot of wind resistance. I imagine, though, that this whole project... Pro- I mean, this is probably what led to new technology for airplane and air travel and things well, like that. Well, clearly, we already had the technology. We just wasn't, you know, We dispersed. weren't sharing it yet. So, yet. like, a known military aircraft could get up to, like, 40,000 feet. hmm And some believed, like, manned flight couldn't go any higher than that. But the U-2 project, or people flying at altitudes of excess of, like, 60,000 feet yeah so this is like a huge difference, so you got like little guy right here and then like big daddy up here, yeah, and that's like forty to fifty thousand feet in between you two, and it you can't t- tell any like discernible details of that plane right, you're probably just seeing lights you're in, and it's terrifying. can yeah. you imagine you would shit your pants yeah, I'd totally be terrified I'm not into it I'm not into it either. So, I mean, obviously, our first thought is, like, people, that's going to be an alien. But it right. wasn't aliens. Okay. I'll give you that. That's not aliens. No, I'm not I'm not just, like, saying that aliens aren't real. I'm saying that Area 51 stuff might be taken too far. Right. Well, later on in the episode, when I talk about the new information on this latest committee hearing, you might change a little bit. So... After the um, Cold War ends, Area 51's use pretty much goes to nothing. That's what they want you to believe. No, I mean, like, the U2 project is shut down. Paradise Ranch is no longer... Paradise Ranch. It's the Area 51. And because of all of these sightings and, like, people are seeing these planes, like, because, you know, there's always going to be that one person, a.k.a., you know, us. (laughs) We're going to be, like, binocular in the freaking desert. So that's why they secured the entire... So they lock down the area, right? They lock down the area because people started noticing that these planes were disappearing in this certain location in the desert. Mm -hmm. So let's go to the desert, camp out, see where these planes are going. Yeah, makes sense. And then you have like government officials you see coming in and out because people work there. They don't live on the base. Okay. And then you're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. So Area 51 becomes this like hot spot or a mystery spot is what it should be called. Because mm-hmm. nobody knows what they're doing. And, and they're not meant to. No, we're not meant to. And I mean, I get the reason, like we said, the reason behind it is understandable at the time. But so it becomes this big ordeal. And it then they later like release all this information. And it's like, we were just testing new planes. Where are they though? What about the whole Roswell incident? So, Roswell's okay. different. Yeah, Roswell's different. Where do you think they stored all of the material? Roswell's different. Just saying. So, Area 51 is like an Air Force base situation. Yeah. So, whether they're saying, hey, like, this is what we can tell you versus what we're actually doing now, because, you know, they're not just going to shut down that whole facility. People still work there. Yeah. How badass would it be? Like, what do you do? I work at Air 51. You can't say you work there. What do you say? I work at like the local McDonald's? No, I think you're, you just, you're like, oh, I'm a. I work for the government. Yeah, I'm a government employee. I don't think you can say your location. Especially if it's because secret. Because it would be like a compromise situation. Right. Be like, oh, like, what do you do? I'm in black ops. <laughs> um, I protect the president. And they're like, oh, so you're the guy that we should hunt down and like kill your whole family for information about the fam, but yes. The president. Yes. Yeah, you're right. I don't think I don't I mean, obviously I'm not in the government. No, no, we would be they, that. dude they wouldn't let my ass in. They'd be like listen, we did a background check and you are not reliable in the secret keeping category. I mean, that's our entire world is Citrate so of Secrets, but we don't really keep them, we just share them. Yeah, we'd be busting secrets out. Yeah. They're like, You were fired. Actually you're going to wherever they send terrorists, Guantanamo Bay. That's where you're Oh headed. my God. Oh, that's treason. Because I'm talking about Area 51? It's not like I'm, like, no, giving like, away no, top-secret no, I mean, stuff. like, if you were working for the government and you oh, signed, like, an NDA I or I ain't doing that. I couldn't. Because i got to come home and tell you. I'm, somebody, I'm telling everybody. Uh, yeah, you, know, you I, definitely... You're, like, the last bitch that would ever ask to do anything. You're actually the patsy. It. It's, like... It lives in me. I feel like I'm telling them a lie, you know, like. And you're a bad liar. I know. Like when Stephanie wants to lie about something, she's like, Taylor, you got to do it. I can't. I'm like, my God, why are you putting it on me, though? Know? Because you just do it effortlessly. I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. I try to turn a new leaf and like Just like turn it over. And Stephanie's like, lie for me. No, you have to go back over there. I'll live over here. You stay over there. Go to the dark side. Stay over there. But yeah, Area fifty one is not as cool as I wanted it to be. Like I wanted them to be like, especially with all this new information that comes to light. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll learn more stuff you about can't, Area Fifty one. You can't just be like, Yeah, we're testing aliens over here, you know, they were probing us and now we turn the probe back on them. Ew. Something. <laughs> I wanted it to be Independence Day. Yeah. That's what I wanted. Yeah. And And again, you're only allowed to know what they give you. I don't know. It just so, pisses me off. I mean, there's a whole just bunch like of it. other junk about Area 51, but it's junk. Yeah. When I got to that point where it's was like, I just want to talk a little bit about it, just what it is and why it was founded. But it like. There's so much <laughs> conspiracy to that, it. That there's it, more conspiracy than fact. Yeah. Which happens, you know, when it's you don't have 99 answers. <laughs> conspiracy, 1% fact. Yeah. Well, if you don't ha- have answers, like I was saying, you, you kind of people make their own, they start making their own answers. Well, some of these folks fabricate some shit. Yeah. What else you got? You got some encounters? Oh, I got some encounters. They're from all over the world, by the way. Just I love a good alien story. We've even got a listener encounter that we're going to share after Taylor. So the first encounter I'm going to read is from a man in South Africa. I'm not going to attempt to read his name because it's uh, South African and hard. Um, There are, so this is what he says. There are things that fly through the night that you might call UFOs, which we in Africa call abahambi, abavuatio. That was really difficult for me. That means the fiery visitors. Ooh, yeah, I cool, like right? That. Yeah. Um, so long before they were heard of in other parts of the world, we, the people of Africa, had contact with these things and the creatures inside them. What? So this really freaked me out. I was reading these last night while Brady was asleep and I was just like in the middle of the night because, you know, I can't sleep. And I was like, this is, some of these are super creepy. And I didn't want to read them again because they made me feel uncomfortable because they felt like lies on one hand. And on the second hand, they were sexual. Um oh my gosh, Really? Yeah. Like I got abducted and some weird stuff happened in my butt. Uh, yeah. So that's never fun. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so um he says I can only speak with certain constraints because we are not allowed to talk in detail about these sacred things or else the starships will stop visiting us. There's a creature called the Mutinde ya Naweji, the gray or white creature with a large head. Stephanie. Um... Typical alien, <laughs> not Stephanie. <laughs> Sorry. Uh um I laughed too hard. So they have these uh, chalk white faces and they have large green eyes that go around the creature's head. So it's more of a bug shape, less like the little green men. Mm. So what if this is just a monster and not an alien? That's what I was thinking. I read th- there's like 25 of these. I read through all of them. And this guy was, was pretty cool. So the Mutende sometimes captures humans. And likes to cut them open, then closes them up again and makes them forget what has happened. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So this is like the abduction story that would um, give you the creeps. Yes. You know? It is, it's given them. Um, not the, they took me and they probed me and then they brought me back because I do methamphetamines and I lost track of time. I was really searching for arrowheads and, and I lost track. And I'm pretty sure I met an alien while I was on all my adventures. Yeah. So he continues uh, by saying this is only discovered if the person is put into a trance and then they can remember. And by being put into a trance, he means that their tribal leaders gives them something and helps them remember their time taken because they want to be able to, to learn from them. Interesting. He goes to say, I was once abducted myself by fellows like little dolls. They paralyzed me. Then painfully examined me by sticking instruments up my nostrils. A female creature seduced me, but it was very cold and unpleasant. A feeling of being violated. Oh my God. I then found myself back in the bush. And when I approached my village, all the dogs tried to attack me. And I had to be rescued by my tribe members. (laughs) I'm so sorry. This man's encounter is wild. It's so bad. I don't know why I'm laughing. So... He gets attacked by dogs and he gets rescued. And then he learns that he had been missing for over three days. Wow. There are many creatures who are watching over us curiously. And I think they are they are regulating our development for some reason. So we're like a turtle in an aquarium. Or terrarium, this excuse me. freaked me out so bad. Mainly because of the alien rape. Yeah. And second, because he would not have remembered anything... Had it not been for whatever his tribal people do. And so but they don't And he he literally said thing. he could not go into more detail. So but like they it's don't forbidden. see this as a bad thing though. No. This is like just part of their tribal things. Like they get prepared for this abduction, they're taken. They're supposed to learn from whatever happened to them and use that in life. I guess they're just supposed to be willing participants. Interesting. if coming back and the dog's attacking you freaks me out like what what did they do to you you know yeah like why are you smelling weird man like if I I have dogs like when you walk back in your house after you've like met another dog and they're like oh my god oh yeah last night I held a puppy and my all the whole house was pissed until I changed my clothes and took a shower can't believe that you've done this just completely flabbergasted yeah like I was waiting to have like piss in my shoes this morning yeah I mean you probably deserved it that was a really cute baby it really was a cute puppy I agree Okay, so the next one I'm going to read kind of goes along with the Area 51 stuff. She was a USSR woman or an employee. I'm not going to say her name. I just mm-hmm. seems a little rude. Mm-hmm. But she goes to say, in 1936, when she was 15, I was living in Kazakhstan. She says specifically in Kazakhstan. I can't say that. I'm not even going to try it. So at the time, I had never heard of UFOs and I didn't even know that about the existence of like science fiction or anything like that but in the winter of that year every morning i went to school by a lonely country road on that particular day it was already light um although the sun had not yet risen so it was like you know dawn yeah which why are you out that early in the morning to go to school yeah i don't know i mean kids get on the school bus sometimes at 6 like 15 which is wild why we have to start school at the butt crack of dawn that's a whole oh my other God. thing i'm y- on y'all we're gonna start a rant over here i'm gonna stop stephanie's gonna not stop. a morning person no i freaking hate it so much and if you love it you guys are wild <laughs> i'm sorry gross go ahead so the weather was fine and it was but it was just very very cold suddenly i caught sight of a dark point moving rapidly in the sky to my left and it came closer grew larger and in a matter of seconds I saw a man-like figure dressed in black and seen in profile. So, like, I guess to the side. Yeah. The figure was, to my mind, of medium height. His black clothes covered him completely, like overalls or coveralls, whatever you want to Mm -hmm. say. I could clearly see his head or more exactly something like a helmet and enormous square arms tightly fixed to his body. Ew this guy's just looking wild yeah like this doesn't sound like an alien to me it sounds like you're i don't know it sounds weird yeah i could see behind his like i could see behind his back an oval thing something like a rucksack looking yeah. with fright at the flying man i noticed suddenly that he had changed his course and was now flying oh so it was kind towards like he was me a he was wearing a jetpack what that is wild. okay all right now i'm thinking alien okay i'm just thinking somebody's got a jetpack and how cool is that who's got a jetpack i don't know i would friend. love one. Oh my god <laughs> when he turned i saw his right arm was slightly bent at the elbow now i saw him full face at this point but could not discern any features because in place of a face there was just an entirely black surface that's terrifying what is this so, at that instant, I heard an increasing rumble as if it was a flying mechanism and not a living being. By now, the distance between us had shortened to about 40 meters. I was terrified and tried to look for somewhere to hide, but there was none on the snow-covered steps. <laughs> road. I what? I don't. I just had a stroke. Um, so, I then turned again towards the flying man and saw no one. Nothing unusual was to be seen. Maybe he had made a sudden change in his course, or maybe he had dived into a snowbank. But the next minute, I was running towards my home. This sighting lasted only a minute, but I have remembered every detail clearly all of these years. It's terrifying. So, if it wasn't like an actual living creature, it could be just like a robot. Yeah, like like a little droid. Yeah. With like, a black face, though? It didn't have a face. It was just like a black Zoid, surface. Like a like a tablet. Like somebody had a iPad on their fit, head. But it was I mean, in the shape of a person. Ugh. But my thing, it was like an Iron Man suit, you know? Yeah. I mean, especially if they came from another place or they just, you know, dropped in. I don't know. I've got all these ideas, you know. My idea is... He was in a suit that let him breathe our air. Mmm. Because he's not an oxygen based. Like, he does he needs, like, something else. Or maybe he needs, like, zero pollutants. That's true. <laughs> maybe he needs like, you know, viable, clean air. 100% O2. Yeah. But mm. those are my two encounters. And both of them are very strange for me. Yeah. It's different than the typical encounters that you hear, where it's, like, the spaceship ones. And I, and I, get like the beginning in area 51 we've kind of eliminated a lot of those like older sightings saying that they saw this but really it was just like this new and improved aircraft but i don't think that negates like all sightings. i'm not trying to negate anybody's sighting i'm just trying to say area 51 was not made for For, what we think we it was made for It was originally for the secret plane situation. So after they never, they didn't have to do recon, Cold War is done. We, you know, Berlin, the the wall fell in Berlin, all this stuff happened. Mm -hmm. Um, It was supposed to be disbanded, Mm -hmm. but it's still operation, like operational and functioning. Mm -hmm. To what level? I don't know. I did not find. Maybe we'll find. So we had a listener, um contact us through social media and she wanted to share an experience that she had that she thinks it might be a UFO type situation. Um, She said it was cool to share her name. So her name is Amy. Shout out to Amy. Thank you for sharing your experience. We'd love that. Um, But I'm just going to share what she has to say. So she, this was back in 2019. So this is relatively recent. She said that she was going to sleep and she had a 14 year old and they were all in their bed. And he came into her room to talk right before they go to bed, which seems pretty normal. She says, that's what they typically do. And then all of a sudden there is a whirling sound, like a vibration sound that she hears outside her window. Okay. And it's like a strange noise. Both of them are like creeped out. She says they look at each other. They're both kind of scared. Like, what is that? They must've been home alone. Um, they go outside to see what's going on and they don't see it, they can't find anything making the sound. And she said it's like a very loud sound. And she still to this this day doesn't know. It's never happened again. It was a one-time thing, this strange whirling. She said it doesn't sound like another, anything she's heard before. So not a crazy lengthy experience, but I feel like a lot of people can relate to something weird happening like that when you're by yourself and hearing like this crazy sound. I, I didn't know. hear any sound. So, guys, I'm just going to tell you something silly. Okay. The other day, I sent Stephanie a Snapchat video of me laying in bed. Okay. <laughs> and I was looking out my window before I ever made this because, like, you know, the lightning bugs are out. Or, you know, what do, what do people up north call them? It's a lightning bug. I don't think everybody calls it a lightning bug. People know what a light Their butt lights up. <laughs> it's a bug with a lit up butt. Yes. Um, They're out and about. And my dogs are obsessed with them mm-hmm. when we go outside to tt at night they're never really around my house so i was like "Man, what's that like i just saw the flashing you know kind mm-hmm. of the corner of my eye and it was just like this one bug just doing like little things in the window like making a square then like a figure eight and it was there like it wasn't just like beep 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 beep, beep. i'm gone it was there for a while long enough I creep- need to put my glasses on and it's creeped you out it did creep me out i sent stephanie a video yeah. and i was like what the fuck what's happening and i still have a video on my phone but i was like why is this why is this here yeah and then i was in the video i was like what if it's pretending to be a lightning bug?" stop and i stopped sending it and i sent it to her because it's on snapchat or whatever and she just replies to me that you know you're an idiot go to bed <laughs> pretty straightforward. I mean, come on. It's a lightning bug. But I've never had a lightning bug back at my house since then. Oh, my goodness. What if it was an orb? Mm, I don't think it was a ghost. Mm. I wasn't feeling any ghostiness. You didn't feel no ghost vibes? No, not a one. No tingles. No tingles? No, nope, just <laughs> maybe this. Maybe Amy and her family were experiencing some sort of supernatural activity. Something. When you say, like, a whirling sound, it makes me think, like, you know, because there's that Air Force base. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know where it is exactly. Mm -hmm. It's close enough that they fly over my house. Yes. Um, They'll shake your windows. They've been flying so low lately. It vibrates the windows at the house. Yes. And that's like, you know, that little, the Mm -hmm. before, like right after it passes over, or right before it gets there, it's like that, you know, it's like a whirling sound. Yeah. Like what if that was it? Maybe. I mean, she didn't give me any like explanations or like anything that. If I'd have heard the sound with lights. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how do you fight an alien? You can't. What are you gonna do? We're absurd. Like we know nothing. We're—they probably think we're just these little cavemen, puppy dog things. Like we're their pets, probably. That's where I'm. That's where I'm at. Cause like I don't know if you've ever seen the show The Oroville. Yes. I mean, it's a silly show, but it—we're never gonna get to that point in life. Absolutely not. There is not going to be any Enterprise beam me up situations happening. That'd be really cool. That would be amazing. I love it all. So we've just, we've talked about Area 51. We've shared some really strange, weird encounters. Now let's talk about what's been going on in current, in the current world. So there was some new information released. And so this is according to the NBC News. I used a lot of their information. So three former military officials told Congress that they believe the government knows more about UFOs than they're letting on, which we all agree, right? Yeah, like the whole world agrees. I mean, they keep things to themselves. A House Oversight Committee held a hearing on UFOs, and they don't call them UFOs anymore. They actually call them UAPs, which is Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, UAPs, which is the same thing. So... They also mentioned testimony about government possession of non-human biological matter, Taylor. This is the only thing that, like, okay, I get it. You've seen some lights. I believe you've seen some spaceships. But would you tell me that you you have, like, an arm somewhere? I am all in. So I fell down a rabbit hole. I wanted to share with you guys what I thought was the most important thing. So lawmakers on the committee, were they shared some amazing things. And they... They were completely astounded by some of the testimony, and the UAP sightings are an issue of bipartisan concern. So they were saying, Democrats, Republicans, doesn't matter what you are, we're concerned. We want to know more. Okay? Yeah. Well, that's the only thing that we're together on. We want to know about it. <laughs> anyway, As a community, in a country, <laughs> let's move on. Leading to questions about national security and government mishandling of information. So we're worried about the security because if we continue to share information. You know how that goes But People We have to know Like there has to be Some sort of like I Common think this, information why shared Why does it matter If the government Finds aliens Like Right Because we can't gonna be The happen, only nation That has found them That like, is insane Is it like the fear of panic That they think that This like The country as a whole Is going to shit itself Because there's Life I mean, outside We We shit ourselves Over all kinds of things I mean We're not getting into Political debates But oh, I agree Oh no No But I'm just saying, like, wouldn't it be cool, like, like, hey, guys, in other news, this is really awful over here, but I found an alien arm. Yeah, I mean, this is the only thing we're united on currently. (laughs) So give us all the info. Yeah, just let us know. Who gives a shit? Yeah, it's making us happy. It's distracting us, right? Oh, my God, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. So this is a quote. The sheer number of reports, whistleblowers, and stories of unidentified anomalous phenomena should raise real questions <laughs> and warrant investigation and oversight. And that's why we're here today. And that was um, Republican Robert Garcia. Or, excuse me, Representative. Anyway. So, the he was Representative Robert Garcia. He's the top Democrat on the subcommittee. And he said this in the opening statement before anything got started. And then... <clears throat> UAPs, whatever they may be, may pose a serious threat to our military and civilian aircraft. And we need to know what's going on pretty much. So he hit right at the beginning. He said, let's get it going. Let's talk about it. We want to know. David Grush, a former U.S. intelligence official, told the panel that he is absolutely, Taylor, absolutely certain that the federal government is in possession of a UAP. Citing interviews that he said he conducted with over 40 witnesses over a four-year period. What if... Now, this seems outlandish. Okay. What if alien- I mean, we're talking about aliens right now. This seems way far-fetched. <laughs> like, but what if aliens are time travelers and they are what we, like, turn into through evolution? That seems so cool. Like, Was that cool? I mean, I really dig that. I dig the time travel thing. That, that would be an amazing situation. I love that. That Can we turn we, into these creatures? I want that to be a book, and I'll read it. If you'll write it, I'll read it. <laughs> I don't think you want me to write any book about aliens. Oh, okay. <laughs> it will be disgusting. It would. <laughs> the former U.S. intelligence official said he led the Defense Department efforts to analyze reports of UAP sightings and was informed of a multi-decade Pentagon program, which we mentioned in our previous episode. There are a lot of Pentagon programs, de- or there were, that we know of that were released that are dedicated to these UAPs. And he's saying that we definitely have one. We Can you definitely just say UFO? One. Yeah, I could say UFO. That's fine. Just say UFO. Because okay. UAP sounds stupid. Okay. <laughs> so, I <don't> like it. <laughs> Jared Moskowitz or Moskowitz, he, he wanted to know how the program was funded and Grush claimed that the effort, he, he doesn't know. He's not allowed to say it. He said it in very fancy terms, but he wasn't really allowed to give any specific information he said that there was misappropriation of funds so what a shock yeah nobody's mine's not blown here so uh Moshkowitz asked does that mean that there is money in the budget that is set up to go into a program and that if it doesn't it goes to something else yes that's what misappropri- misappropriation of money means right so we as a government give you money and you say you're going to do this with it but really we're looking at aliens okay i'm not mad about that i'm mm-hmm. not either i'm okay you could tell me, though. I would probably donate. Like, I would be like, here... I mean, I ain't donating. Not- taxes are... I they take know. enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Shut the hell up, Stephanie. <laughs> and Grush said that he had specific knowledge of this. Like, he had been around when it went down. Like, he he's... Do you think they're been gonna evolved? kill him? I don't know. So... He was asked to like substantiate this. He was like, give us some information. And he was like, I can't really give you any specific details because he said it was really sensitive and he couldn't share it with the public. He did, however, describe the nature of what he saw. He said, this is a quote. I have to be very careful here, but what I personally witnessed myself and my wife was extremely disturbing. Why was his wife there? I don't know. I don't Bring your wife to work. So uh, yeah. A Pentagon spokesperson told NBC News that Gresh's claims are false. Duh. Like, of course you're gonna be like, everything is that's a lie. He's a liar. <laughs> He's a liar. This just goes to show that our government is still like completely unwilling to admit. Our to government any of this. is literally the gaslighting <laughs> queen. You didn't see yes. <laughs> you didn't see that. It's not real. I never said that. I have it in writing. That wasn't me. No, that was someone else. I was misquoted. Mm -mm. And then I went into um, NPR and they gave a little bit more information about the hearing. So several times during the hearing, Grush deflected lawmakers questions. So he was like, uh," he's like doing ninja moves up there with his words, saying that he could only elaborate in a sensitive compartmented information facility. Those instances include when he was asked if the government had any contact with aliens and whether anyone had been murdered to cover up the information about these extraterrestrial technology. Gresh said he could not comment. He, it, he pretty much, I mean, he can't say yes or no. But if you're like, no comment, you can easily say no, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Stephanie, I love how you really held in that clap. Second of all, I can't stop. Like, <laughs> this gets me jazz. Scully and Mulder are... Shitting, chills, yeah. bad, chills. Okay, I'm living it like really. Right, I love it. The hell I <laughs> so, people have died to protect this information. This is what I or read Or have from been it. killed to protect it. I no, no, Right. No, you know, well, death, regardless. like I will lay down my life to protect this alien. No, it's like, no one knows. <laughs> That's what happened. This is why we don't trust anybody, guys. Trust no one. no, 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 no. So the former intelligence officer also told the panel that he and several other colleagues have been the targets of administrative terrorism and that he has at times feared for his own life since he came forward. He's going to disappear. I'm going to tell you right now. Thank you for the service that you have done in releasing releasing this information. Yes, Grush. We appreciate you, man. It's either nut up or shut up, boy. Don't be out there like, I'm scared. You can't. You did it. I mean. Uh, I mean, you should. it not like you were scared before. <laughs> what if he was blackmailed? Say it into release chest. into releasing information. What why, if this was out of his hands? Why would they want him to release information? I don't know. What did they have on him? Mm-hmm. This is could be a distraction tactic. We don't know. Anyway, so let's keep going. It. Um, so he goes on to say, Grush does. It is very brutal and very unfortunate. Some of the tactics they used to hurt me, both professionally and personally. And he just, he was kind of defeated there. He was like, I have been ruined by the government. Retired Navy Commander David Fravor offered the panel his own eerie account of a UAP encounter that he captured on video in 2004.
1: Did so, we talk
0: about this guy? Yes, I think we did mention Fravor. Or we did talk about a retired somebody. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot of military people come forth and been like, hey, that's not some that's not ours. And then that would be 70. That wouldn't be mine. Bitch, that was not me. I did not do this. (laughs) I did not do it. So he released the video. The Pentagon actually released this video in 2020. Remember when we had all of this? Oh, the government is actually acknowledging aliens. That was the video that they released. Oh. Yeah. So Fravor described being flabbergasted. When he and three other service members saw a white tic-tac-shaped flying object emerge over the San Diego coast in California. There were no rotors, no rotor wash, or any visible flight control surfaces like wings. That was a quote from him. Um, it said it, He also said it, it rapidly accelerated and disappeared right in front of our aircraft. There was no detectable turbulence or anything. It was just like there, gone. Like all of the other UFO encounters. So it was just encounters. like bopping around, like, oh, I'm going to warp it into times sp- light speed, time speed. <gasps> what if it's the TARDIS? You ever watch Doctor Who? That's how yeah. he travels. I never through. got in it. Oh, love it. So the technology that we faced was far superior than anything that we've seen. And Fravor says I am not a UFO fanatic, but what we saw with four sets of eyes we have never before seen. And he goes on to say that nothing was done after he made this report. What are they supposed to do? I don't know. What are they supposed... I mean, to be fair... Well, if- there's no, like, debrief. They're like, hey, we saw this craziness. And typically, I guess they expected some sort of answer. Like, yeah, man, we're looking into it. But there was nothing done. I wouldn't want to look into it either. i be like, let's just let that be what It's a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> let's handle... What's going on at home? Because uh, the home is messy, bitch. Like, we need <laughs> to clean this place up. We'll talk about space later. We'll handle that motherfucker later. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, maybe that's We're going to table that for a second, because that's too much for me right now. This table's already full. So, I imagine that there's going to be more hearings about information like this, because this just got people jazzed. And I know there's been a lot of memes like, oh, Dude, we don't care. TikTok like, is we blowing don't care. up. Like, I care. Okay, I get it. The world's crumbling around us. Guess what? this brings me joy. Bullshit. Everybody on my Facebook thing, it's like, they're like, oh, when I finally get to meet my alien and it's like showing them all their shit. It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like, I'm really, it's really nice to know I'm not the only weirdo in the world. Oh uh, yeah. I'm a complete weirdo. Or like, yeah. <laughs> there's this one, this one girl posted, I think it was Nicole, uh, Furnace. Yeah. Love her. Uh, she posted the best shit. I know. It was like, uh, my alien sobbing, and she's like, "Yeah, so that's Keith Whitley," and I was like, was "Keith Whitley," I was uh, like, "What the fuck?" Nobody, unless you're from the South, is gonna understand that. Yeah, but it cracked me up. So, I also read some things about the biologics or whatever. And there's been like, you know, we talked about Roswell, right? And we didn't really talk a lot about it, but that's when they say that there a UFO or a UAP landed, and there were. It alien, crashed. Alien people, right? Yeah. My thoughts, they said since the 1950s, these biologics have been you available. think they're, um, like, whatever they found in Roswell, they still have them? Yeah, I think that's either life forms in the wreckage or just For, some sort I of, hope like, they, biological I hope they haven't been being tortured. Well, we're experimented on, and that sounds really silly and stupid to be concerned about a possible thing that's not actually there but i mean it's a concern it just seems shitty yeah also my thing is they're really concerned about it like threatening our government mm-hmm. um bitch if they wanted to take us over and, i think they would have yeah, done it by now uh they're saying i mean the grush said the guy he said that their techno technology far supersedes us in yeah, every way i mean way. what are you gonna do nuke em? That's all we got. Okay. Have you really never seen, seen Independence Day? I'm just going to let you know. That should be like, I, I know it's a movie. <laughs> but it should be eye-opening to a lot of you that, you know, they're like, yeah, nuke that motherfucker. And it, nothing, <laughs> dude, nothing happened. Yeah. And then it just, uh, it's like, destroys an entire It's literally like ecosystem. a net flying at your eyeball and you're like, ugh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> and like these lizard people Listen, out there are like- Fuck this. What if you're giving too much credit to these alien beings? <laughs> like, you're treating them like they are I supreme just, dude, beings. Dude, if they... I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If they're able to travel from other solar systems or within our own solar system... And we, we barely, don't even know. We can barely what? make it to the moon. Okay? We can barely... We send dude, little I, robots to Mars. So, Brady is a full-on believer that the moon landing, moon landing was faked. I don't want you to say that to me again. But listen. I'm going He has... <laughs> dude pretty you can have a conversation with them about the moon and it'll literally make you want to kill yourself (laughs) (laughs) you're just like what the fuck oh my gosh but um i was watching this stuff about how um the moon landing was faked because the you know it's like a the the space race or whatever right and we had to be top dog because you know we're number one baby yeah and um but it was, a, I think it was a scientist or something. that we're saying like how earth is a closed system. We can't leave. Taylor. And I was like, what? That sounds so stupid. So I started watching this video and then I got sucked in and I was like, fuck. You've got to quit. No, but listen, it was sounded like he was, it Do sounded you also real. Think the earth is flat? No, it just meant like a, like we don't have the technology to leave our shit. It's too harsh. Well, we can barely make it. I you, do. We did yeah. land on the moon and we barely got there. And what, why Why can't we go back? I don't, why I would you back? want to? Why? Because well, it's cool. It's like a fucking moon. What's there? It's like, what? oh, here's some rocks. Love this. It's space, bitch. We need to go somewhere else. Well, I don't want to go anywhere else. <laughs> you just want to go to the moon. I, I know I would like to go out there and I'd like to come back. Do you know what? If the whole Titanic submarine thing has taught me anything is that i okay if it should tell you anything the planet i'm not going underwater they didn't leave the I'm planet bitch they were on the planet okay i'm saying like right here dirt side up i'm not going you're not in le- the water. you're not getting off land no you're not going up you ain't going down you die. Yep. yep that's stupid <laughs> it's a stupid way to live well i'm living it So I know that we were on a lot of rants this episode, guys, and I hope that you enjoyed it and we had a good time. You need to wrap this up because we're about to fight about something. (laughs) (laughs) But we are going to see you next time with another episode of Sister of Secrets and we appreciate you guys for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Make sure you follow us on our Instagram account, sisterhood underscore of underscore secrets and our Facebook page, sisterhood of secrets. If you would like to share any of your spooky or unexplained encounters, email us at sisterhood secrets one at Gmail. Don't forget to like, and subscribe Bye for real.